The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Good morning, everyone. We are the Brothers on Law. I'm Larry Mandel. I'm Rob Mandel. And this is our Zoom edition. Hey, we want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners. And hey, Rob, how are you feeling this morning? Pretty good, all things considered. It's a yeah. beautiful, uh, beautiful day out there. And just um, all the weird stuff, though. You know, I, I want to go outside, but I feel a little weird about it, you know. Yeah. And that's so, part of what we're going to talk about today and yeah. how to protect yourself. Yeah. But, uh, before we get there. Yeah. Before we get there, thank you for reminding me. We, we want to talk about uh, what we've been doing to encourage people to call in and nominate folks in the community that are just going above and beyond right now. And it's hard to do, isn't it, Larry? It can uh, be hard, right? Yeah. Come on. You yeah. know? Yeah. And so uh, I think we got a message from someone who called in to nominate uh, someone who is uh, doing great work right now. Let's take a listen. This is Sarah Henniger. I am nominating my son, Eric Henniger, 42-year-old high school computer science teacher who back in March came up with a simple idea to make a hospital face shield using a 3D printer. He did that, created a website, and got over 100 volunteers to join him and they've donated almost 30,000 hospital face shields that are made from a 3D printer with attached plastic sheeting. He's a wonderful young man and he needs acknowledged. Thank you. Wow, fantastic. Really? Hey, uh, producer Cam, do we have Eric Henninger on the line right now? I have Eric on the line. Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. It's Larry and Rob Mandel. Well, thank you very much. Hey, we hear some good things about you from your mom. I guess no surprise there, right? Yeah, she loves bringing her mommy whenever she can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but um, this is pretty incredible. So tell us what what you're doing. Do you have a name for this project or or your company that you're making all these uh, these hospital masks or or face shields? I should say. Yeah, the, the group that I started, um, we're in Orange County, so we're called OC 3D PPE um, for, you know, 3D printing, personal protective equipment. Nice. Uh, and yeah, you know, I started it kind of on my own, and luckily I had someone who I worked with in the past once I once I kind of made it public that I was doing this. She, she said, hey, let's, you know, let's get this organized a little bit. Let me take care of some of the taking orders and everything. And so from there, we just built a, a group of over 125 people and uh, just started cranking out as many as we could. Wow, that is something else. How long does it take you, Eric, to make one mask? One of them on one 3D printer is uh, about a half hour, maybe 40 minutes. Really? And these are like the clear plastic shields, correct? Exactly, yeah. We 3D print a, a frame, that, 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 uh, a basic plastic binding cover from a, 
office supply store um, with some, you know, hole punched holes punched in it. Um, fits onto that frame and, and sits on your head pretty easy. It's nice and lightweight, and you know, it's quick and it gets the job done. Wow, and and this has been proven to uh, help prevent these uh, these healthcare workers from getting the virus. Yes, absolutely, uh, and it's you know it's just one extra layer. So they they sell all their masks and everything, but this helps to uh, to you know, keep things out of their eyes and things like that. And then also it keeps everything off of their mask as well so that they're not, you know, because initially they were wearing that mask all day long, the same yeah. one, they were able to change them. And so this kept, you know, as much stuff off of that mask as possible as well. Fantastic. What a great work you're doing. And, and you're doing, are you, you're doing this, you're, you're donating all of these? Yes, yes, they were. They were all donated. We, it's the demand is is almost completely gone because all the regular suppliers have have kind of gotten back up to speed, which is good. But we we gave over thirty two thousand, um, and I'm making one last big delivery to a local hospital today, and then I think uh, we're just about done, unless of course a, a big need arises again. Fantastic, well, thirty two thousand. You are a hero, saving thirty two thousand lives. Really, if you think about it, Larry, huh? Gosh. Wow, Eric Henninger, that's amazing, man. Uh, so, listen, we're going to acknowledge your courage and your uh, uh, what you're doing out there uh, with some gift certificates to uh, Whole Foods. I hope that helps you out, and uh, that's one of our sponsors for helping folks in the community right now. Does that sound okay? Absolutely, yeah. We love Whole Foods. Yeah, <laughs> you sound like a Whole Foods guy. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right, wonderful. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, and thank you so much for what you're doing out there, Eric. Well, thank you, guys. It means a lot to me to, to have some people recognize it. Uh, I appreciate it very much. Absolutely. All right. All right. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. Isn't it great that we have people out there that are doing these kind of things? You know, It's fantastic. It makes me feel lazy. You know, It makes me feel like, what am I doing? Yeah. Well, you're on the radio right now. That's what you're I'm on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get out the message on a, on a couple of things, including, you know, our, with our special guests. And before we, we talk to her, um, just want to talk a little bit about, you know, the COVID pandemic and it, how it's affecting us. And many state and local leaders are beginning to mandate the use of face masks. You know, talk, we were talking about face shields and we're, now we're talking about face masks to help curb the spread of the virus. Right. And through the debate, you know, we're getting this thing of, I don't want to wear a mask. I've got my constitutional freedom. Oh boy. And you got to protect everyone. I'm protecting somebody else. Yeah. Well, what, why is that a problem? I I don't get that personally. You know, uh, I understand it's an inconvenient thing. It's a little weird. It's hard, but I I personally, I don't understand why that's a, a big deal just to, Keep the other guys safe. Before this whole thing, I would see some people wearing a mask, and I thought, that is so weird. They were all paranoid. What's wrong with that person? There's a deadly virus floating around, and, and, and it comes right out of one person and goes to another. So, But there is obviously a psychology to the resistance to 
to wear these masks. And here to help us understand that and break it all down for us is Katie Morton. She is a mental health YouTuber with almost a million subscribers. Hello, Katie. Welcome to our show. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, Katie. You also are the author of Are You Okay? A Mental Health Guide for the Millennials. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be volumes. <laughs> as, as the father of millennials, I should say. <laughs> and so, Katie, how does it uh, target the millennials? Um, mental health issues, you mean? Well, no, you're, you're Are You Okay? The book itself. Oh, it's... Really, I've been on YouTube. I'm a licensed therapist and I've been on YouTube for eight and a half years just talking to people about mental health issues. And so I think more than ever, the millennials, the great thing about them is that they talk about it more than my generation, more than my parents' generation. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really just kind of a simple guide meeting you where you're at. I don't use a lot of like psychobabble or any terminology that you know people don't understand. I try to make it very clear, direct. Um, everything from how to find a therapist, what's a good therapist, bad therapist, uh, what is a therapist or a psychologist, what's the difference, all that stuff. Um, so kind of just a beginner's guide, hopefully cool. to, to help them, you know, wherever they're at in that process. Yeah. And you mentioned that you are a, uh, a therapist. Can you tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about your background? Yeah, um, I've been practicing. Oh, God, I'm 36. So I'm like, I'm not good at math. That's not my strong suit. It's psychology. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I've been practicing for a long time. Um, my specialties are lie in eating disorders and self-injury work. That's what I see in my private practice. Okay. Um, but as we know, nothing happens in a vacuum. So over the years, I mean, I have patients who struggle with depression, anxiety, um, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, tell us, uh, what is the background or what do you have to do to become a, now you are a licensed marriage and family therapist. Is that correct? correct. Yes. So what do you have to do? What is the process to become what, what you are? Um, first you get your undergraduate degree, four years majoring in psychology. Um, then you go and get your master's, which is a two year degree on top of that. And then wow. because I'm in the state of California, once you've uh, graduated from graduate school, you have to accumulate 3000 hours towards your licensure. Three thousand um, hours. <laughs> How the heck do you do that, boy? By working a lot of jobs. <laughs> yeah, my goodness, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then we have to take our licensing exam, and then ta-da, a short yeah. five years later. <laughs> wow, wonderful. Uh, so, Katie, you're targeting um, the mask dilemma right now to some extent, yes. right? Tell us, yeah. tell us a little bit about that and how you're. Um, having this ongoing discussion? Yeah, there's a couple of points. I think the the first is our natural, I call it like the inner teenager. We all have an inner teenager and they don't like to be told what to do. That's so true. And so a lot of times when we're told to do something, our immediate reaction is why? No, I don't want to. Okay. And so I think we see that. And especially we see that, I mean, unfortunately on social media where people talk to one another, like, how come you're not doing that? Like kind of Sometimes aggressive, sometimes not, um, but we definitely right. see that pushback. So I think that that in and of itself, from my perspective, is the biggest, you know, the biggest problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like uh, my um, uh, my brother was late the other day and I was saying, hey, you hurry up, hurry up. And he said, don't tell me what to do. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's kind of like that inner teenager thing, right? Totally. It's like, as come on, Larry, you know, I'm telling the truth. You are. You know, you stomp your stomp your feet. Yeah. I stomped my feet. I shook my hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, so do you think that's what it boils down to is that some of us have a stronger inner teenager than others? (laughs) That's just one component. Another that I think more and more we'll start to see, and even personally, I felt it is because uh, we know that we're in our stress response. So what our stress response is, is that fight flight response. Yeah. Um, Because we're, we're scared. Right. Rightfully so. I'm not a scientist or a virologist. Every time I turn on the news, I'm overwhelmed. It's scary. I don't understand more and more people in my life are catching it, getting sick. It's, it's very scary. Yeah. And so being in that stress response, usually um, it's supposed to be short lived, right? Oh my God, there's a person coming at me. I'm afraid I run away. Boom. Action. I'm done. I, I, I take a breath. We're good. But this is an invisible enemy. You can't yeah. really run from it. We don't know how to fight it necessarily um, other than wearing masks, right? Yeah. And so I think because we're caught in that fight flight response for a long period of time, what ends up coming out of that is a lot of agitation. Yeah. And so I think that like agitates that inner teenager, right? That toddler in us wants to throw a tantrum. I'm not comfortable. I don't like this. Um, yeah. And not to mention the, the grief we can feel, right? Our quote unquote normal life is so here. true. There's just a lot, honestly, there's so much at play. And I, and then there's the added component of people trying to make it a political thing when it's really just a science thing. Um, I don't care. Tell us about that. What do you, can you give us a little more insight on that one? A lot of what's happening online is very divisive, right? It's us versus them. Which side are you on when it's really us together, all of us? Unfortunately, social media has given a lot of power to what I would call like cancel culture or just shouting people down. Yeah. Um, and I totally believe in the freedom of speech, but I don't believe in like a megaphone, you know, just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean that you don't have a right to talk. That's um, true. And that, that kind of aggressive behavior has forced people into, you're either with us or against us. You're either pro mask or anti mask. They take every issue and divide it. When I believe when it comes to the health and safety of all of us, we should all be more than happy to be slightly inconvenienced with having to wear a mask. It actually right. has nothing to do with Republican, Democrat. I believe in this. I don't believe in that. I've been personally just sticking to the science, reading what they found. I mean, it's more of a, just a common sense approach at this point. Yes. And, and, and it is bothersome because I'll see on the, um, on the news or whatever where somebody is challenged about wearing a mask and they just, man or woman, just explodes. They go, ape. Yeah. Yes. And how do we deal with uh, Start throwing stuff around the store? <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Did you see that lady? Yeah. Yeah. Out of her grocery cart? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Let, 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 let's take that lady for a moment. Yeah. I think we're all talking about the same gal, young, mm-hmm. young, younger woman. And they didn't, they, they let her into, now this was the crazy part. They let her into the store without the mask. She does, she does a full load of loading up her, her basket and whatnot, probably in the store 15 20 minutes and when she gets to the stand the uh, checkout stand they tell her you got to wear a mask or we're not gonna let you check out i thought that was a little that would piss me off too okay can i say that word on the radio that would make me mad too (laughs) i'm gonna allow you to and because what they should have done is just said hey you know you can't even come in uh, yes. Without the mask, we have extra masks right here. Here you go. They, you you got to make it a little more friendly and easy for people to get over their resistance, if you ask me. So with that yeah. in mind, Katie, what suggestions do you have as a therapist? Yeah, you're, you're talking to her right now. Yeah. 
I think part of it is just diffusing the situation. A lot of people get really angry. And I know our front, any of our essential workers are probably exhausted about from having to have these conversations and yeah. be the ones that have to say it. But I think a lot of times it's just a, I know it's, it's, understanding their perspective. So you come in with like a, I, I know this is uncomfortable. I know this is weird. We're all in a stressful time, you know, but just, it's part of our rules now that, you know, we have to put the mask on and they should have stopped her before she got into the store. Um, yeah. and when I saw that video, it looked like she had a mask in her hand. So I was like, oh. I don't understand what the, Uh Oh <laughs> yeah. But I think a lot of people just feel attacked and we're in that fight or flight. And a lot of people are choosing fight and she clearly, yeah went into that. And so I think part of it is just like, Hey, I understand. I hear you. This is frustrating. This is scary. It's stressful. You know, who knows if she lost her job or what's going on, right? There's so many things going on with people nowadays. So I think just coming at it from a, Hey, I see you. I hear you. Unfortunately, because of what's happening, the requirement of the store or, you know, for other people's safety, just put it on for a couple minutes. You could take it back off when you get outside. You know, it's kind of just that reason. Yeah. She said she had a medical condition. That was part of her. Oh, there's a, yeah, there's a lady that said that too. I have heard from um, some of my patients and viewers that if they struggle with like panic attacks or anxiety, having to put a mask over their face can be very triggering. Um, Like claustrophobia kind of thing? Yes, exactly. I can see that. Me too. How do you handle that, Katie? I think part of it is making sure you're getting regular appointments with your treatment team, your therapist, you know, um, and if you don't have to go out in a public place where you have to have your mask on for more than a few minutes, don't do it. Have somebody else go, you know, this is a time to utilize friends and family that can support one another. Um, reach out, say, I can't go to the grocery store because 30 minutes is too long for me to be in a mask, but I can walk out and maybe pick up food. I can do takeout. I can walk in with it on and walk out and be, you know, Um, just knowing your limits and, you know, helping each other out. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Do you need help feeding your family right now? We all know that schools are closed and some kids rely on free or reduced price meals at school. Visit fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids to find a grab and go meal center near you. They are offering two grab and go meals for kids. Again, please visit www.usda.gov fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids. Four is the number four. And let's make sure all the kids are fed. So Katie, I know you're a therapist. You're not a, uh, a medical doctor, but what, what do you understand the science of wearing a mask and why it is helpful and why it, uh, it contributes to uh, stopping the spread of the virus? Yes. I, 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 like I said, I've been sticking with the science myself. So as much as I can understand, I've been reading articles and research studies. Um, and from what I understand, again, I'm not a medical doctor, but, um, is that more than we'd realized initially, uh, COVID-19 is airborne. It lives in the, like essentially the spit 
which we don't realize is coming out in when we talk. Anytime we force breath out of our mouth, it's in there. And so if we have it and we don't know, if we're in a, let's say a restaurant for an hour without a mask on, we can contaminate that entire restaurant. Wow. If there's no air circulation, which most, I mean, we're in California, almost everybody, thank God, has central air. Um, But you still have to consider that. And so if we have a mask, the likelihood of those you know, that moisture in our breath getting out is, is less likely. It's not a hundred percent, but if you're wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask, the chances of us, um, you know, exchanging any of that virus is, is much, much lower. Right. And what I've heard is if you're uh, outdoors, then it's it, the, the, the virus will that, or that moisture that, as you explained, that comes out of you when you talk or laugh or whatnot, that will dissipate very quickly. But if you're indoors, like you say, where there's very little or no air circulation, it will hover yes. in the air for a long time, for many seconds. And yeah. so it's so much easier to transmit at that point. Yeah. And that's what they said. They're learning more and more about how long it can stay in the air. Some people say, um, some studies show like five minutes, eight minutes. Oh, yes. wow. Oh, I so didn't know that. We have to just be aware. And again, new studies are coming out all the time. And I think, I think that's why the conversations just need to be had in a compassionate way. Because I've also heard from a lot of my viewers, like, I don't know if I have to wear a mask or not. I don't understand, right? Is it in the air? Like a lot of people don't know because, you know, it can be hard to understand that kind of information. You can get two sides because people are trying to politicize it. It's more about, you know, what do we know? How can we help ourselves and others? Um, And right now, um, that's wearing a mask. Wow. Yeah. And if you're, but if you're outside and you're not wearing a mask, but you're too close again, I mean, I don't want to, people to think that you can just go outside. Right. I mean, that's my, <laughs> and just get in their face, you know, uh, a foot away. It's still a problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. And exactly. people are going to do it. I mean, it just happens. You know, there's been uh, gatherings, of course, protests and all kinds of stuff like that. And some of the people do, a lot of the people wear masks, but some of them don't. You see, you go to the beach, you know, and there's signs everywhere that says wear a mask. And then, you know, half the people are wearing them, half the people aren't. You just have to be cognizant of the fact that the person with that, that is not wearing that mask may have the virus and you got to just stay away, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to use the term like physically distanced instead of socially distanced, because I think we can still be social. I know that that's another added component is people feeling alone, um, which through like psychological research, we know that connection with others is actually what helps us feel better and alleviates that stress response most. Yeah. So I think that's why we're having a really tough time, but yes, we do need to distance even when we're in public places. Um, it's not just, you know, just wearing a mask. We want to make sure that we're giving that space for anything that could come out. Um, you know, unless you both have been tested or it's someone in a member of your family. Right. Um, yeah. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. You know, I know you're not a medical doctor, as Rob mentioned, but you do have a lot of science behind you. And is there a certain mask that's better than other masks? 
<laughs> well, there was a research study that came out recently that unfortunately said bandanas are not as effective as the the regular face masks. And from what I read, and someone can correct me if I'm in, if I'm wrong about this, but it was because it's too loose, like it lets stuff out still. We know that mm-hmm. that's why they're comfortable, right? Yeah. I think they find them much more comfortable. Right. Um, but unfortunately and cooler looking, if I may yes, add. Right. You're you look like cooler a in a bandana. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought about five or six of those things. <laughs> and I was thinking, yeah, maybe these aren't the best masks. Yeah. Right. It's like I finally have a use for all those handkerchiefs of my dad's. They're like right. <laughs> right. Um, but the ones that have you want the ones that pinch on the top of your nose. You need that okay. little bit of metal to, because again, we're trying to keep the moisture from getting out and you mm. want it to be tight under your chin. Um, and some of the accordion ones tend to be easier for me because my, you know, someone's face is bigger or smaller than mine. So it allows yeah. for a little bit of wiggle. Um, yeah. And then around the ears, some people like, or some people prefer them to go up over their head. I think just finding one that fits your face well is important. Um, there's tons of options out there now too. Very fashionable ones, if I may say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, people have Van Gogh painted on them and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or faces and, but it is weird. You know, I think one of the other things you were talking about, uh, we need each other, you know, to, to feel good. And if you see someone with a mask on and you have a mask on, you're not really seeing that person. You can't see their smile. You can't see their yeah. facial expression. Um, t- how does that affect us? I think it affects us a lot. Um, I've heard from my audience and even personally how we miss stranger interactions mm. because we don't get those anymore, right? It used to be the the nice good mornings and smiles from people yeah. that we don't know that I think in a way is reminds us of the good in people, reminds yes. us that we're part of something bigger. And of right. all the times, now's the time we need to remember that because wearing a mask, maybe we're not worried about ourselves, but we need to be worried about everyone else. Um, and so I do think, and I've even heard um, from some of my audience members who are on the autism spectrum or those mm. with anxiety, they use a lot of, they read other people to see how they should respond accordingly, mm. right? And yeah. that can be hard in work environments. It can be make our anxiety even higher. So I do think that not being able to see our faces is an unfortunate thing. I wish the mask could be clear that that was a I know. Kind of thing, but we could all wear those shields that Erica Henninger is making. Yeah, right. Also, yeah. the aspect of you know not being able to hug or shake hands. I mean, that's oh my god, terrible. Right? Hey, what's the what's the best approach then? You think for Americans to accept masks and facial coverings as perhaps a new normal? I think part of it is allowing yourself to grieve. I know that sounds weird, but a lot of people feel like, oh, I have to make this decision. I have to just do it. I'm just doing it. But it's okay to be bummed about the fact that this is what we're having to do. It's okay mm-hmm. to be sad about it. But then consider someone else. Consider the fact that you don't know what's going on in other people's lives. Wouldn't you like to know that someone was protecting you? Let's say you were immune. You know, you had an, a compromised immune system. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want someone else to consider that so that you don't potentially get gr- really gravely ill? Um, right. And so I think part of it is just letting yourself feel what you need to feel know that we're all in it together. This is the one time where the entire world feels the same. Yes. All do in that we've never, this it's like unprecedented. We've never had something like this. Um, and then, you know, when you leave the house, instead of deciding to get upset about it, think, you know, this is just the thing that I have to do right now. Hopefully it won't be for long. We kind of have to talk ourselves down from it. Right. Um, and then just be more compassionate towards people. We're all having a tough time. Yeah. So, 
you know, if someone seems like they're in a rush, let them go first. If you're not in a rush, if someone gets angry, say, I understand I'm frustrated too. You know, I think that will go a long way. That's good stuff. That's good good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you, Katie. You've given us quite a lot to think about and to digest. We really appreciate it. So how can our listeners find you? Yeah, I have my YouTube channel, just my name, Katie Morton, K-A-T-I-M-O-R-T-O-N. I I release videos every week. I also have a podcast, Ask Katie Anything, where I answer all mental health questions from my audience. Wonderful. Um, Yeah, and my book. Perfect. And is there a phone or a, or a web, uh, a website address or, or is it the YouTube channel? That's the best way. YouTube's the best, but I do have my website, katiemorton.com that will show you all that stuff. Perfect. Perfect. Book is are you okay? Right. Right. With a million subscribers. Unbelievable. That's right. Well, there's a reason for that. Yeah, absolutely. We've heard that today. Yep. Well, we're going to say goodbye to Katie Morton. A wonderful uh, therapist. Thank you for coming on the show again, Katie. Of course. Thanks for having me. Huge fan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if we, you know, if any of you have missed part of our show and like to hear us again, you can go to YouTube. We're on YouTube too, brothersonlaw.com. Yeah, we are. iTunes. Yeah. And if you have a legal question or you, um, or a show topic you want to suggest, call us and leave us a message at 800. 800- 310-7113. That's 800-310-7113. All right. That's the number to call, folks. And thank you to all of you for listening in. And please stay safe out there. We do look for you to join us again next Saturday at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Your favor, baby. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.